we want to be there and we want to show that we care about those that are supporting us because we want to support them too. Welcome to Athletes Doing Good Podcast. I'm Shelly Stewart, president of Capture Sports Marketing. And I'm sports reporter Jen Latta. The passion behind the work of Carly Panaccia, community relations manager for the Philadelphia Eagles, doesn't necessarily come from the players she works with, but from the fans. Being able to support causes that are important to them, the players, and the team is at the heart of her job. Today, Carly gives us a glimpse of the impact she sees between players, fans, and the Philadelphia community. Although Carly is not an athlete, she earns an honorary status of an athlete doing good. To join Athletes in Doing Good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity. Carly, you're another example of somebody who works in the sports industry, but doesn't necessarily participate in sports or cover the sports. You work in the community relations department. How did you find that path in your industry? Yeah, so it was actually funny. I never really knew that community relations existed at sports teams in general. So when I graduated University of Delaware, I had applied for an internship with the team in the marketing department because I thought I wanted to do large events and things like that, event planning. So I I interned there. I got that position. And for 10 months, I worked in marketing as a full-time postgraduate intern. And I got to kind of learn the ins and outs of an NFL team, which was really awesome because the marketing department works with everyone and anyone within the organization. So I was doing fan events like the draft party. I was doing game production. Any sort of fan engagement that's externally facing, whether it's a six-year-old that's learning to become an Eagles fan or those older fans that are diehard fans, I kind of got to see the, the amazingness of the Philadelphia Eagles in the city I grew up in. So that was sort of dipping my toes into the water, understanding that, wow, this is something I want to continue to be a part of. And through that process, like I said, I was able to kind of learn ins and outs of every department. And I had stumbled upon community relations and saw the impact that they have on our fans every day. It's very external facing. So I thought that was sort of a place that I might have wanted to be. They got to work with all the nonprofits in the area, the local hospitals, things of that nature. And it just so happened that the girl that was in my role was leaving at the time I was ending my internship. So the two kind of married and I was able to intern and and get the role. So I, I haven't looked back since. Just been an amazing opportunity. Every year there's something different. No day is the same in sports, as they say, and it's it truly hasn't been. So it's been an amazing opportunity so far. That's awesome. I think like what you said, that you didn't realize that there was the community relations aspect of it within teams. I think that's kind of the norm, quite honestly, as you know, as we talk about, Jen said earlier that, you know, a lot of people think of sports, they think of the athlete, they think of the owners, and they think of the reporters. Yeah. Um, but there's so many people like yourself in the background that make it tick <laughs> and make it work. Could you describe a little bit about your role within community relations? Just help people understand what it is that you're doing for not only the team, the players, but the community. 
we sort of get the fun job because we get to do all the external events in the community. So we're working with certain nonprofits throughout the season to give back to, to bring our players out to do community events with specifically during the season. So each week we'll go out and we'll do community events once a week, whether it be visiting the hospital, heading out to a youth football practice, packaging meals, it really changes week to week. So that's really an opportunity for us as the team to work with different nonprofits and see, you know, different neighborhoods throughout the Philadelphia area and bring our players to into, you know, what they're doing and into their communities and, and taking them outside of being at the facility or at the stadium all the time. So that's really nice for them to get that opportunity. In addition, we do a lot of league initiatives as well. So we have a lot of things coming down from the league, such as the Crucial Catch campaign, military salute to service. We're ramping up our, our social justice efforts as that's sort of coming into the fold. So we're doing a lot of those things that are coming down from the league. And then in addition, we have what's important to us as the, as the Eagles and what our pillars are. So in the off season, we do a lot of larger scale events. We host an event at our stadium that's geared toward families with autism. So we have a family-friendly event at the stadium where families that are affected by autism can come into this space and feel like they're a part of this greater community with their children. There's autograph signings by players. There's bouncy castles, different obstacle courses on the field, and then a lot of resources from the Center for Autism Research at CHOP that parents can learn about and get more information about their children or someone that has autism in their family or is on the spectrum. We also do a large scale event called the Playground Build, which is an event that I lead that happens in the late spring, early summer. So we will select a elementary school in the Philadelphia area and we will go out and transform their play space completely. So we'll give them a 50 by 75 turf field, basketball nets, a huge new playground, and then we'll paint a large mural on the outside of the building. So that's sort of an event that kind of goes on from like November until June that I'm kind of working on within our community relations team. And then we'll select a day where the entire organization gets to go out and paint this mural with the students from coaches to, to players to personnel, like social business side staff, everyone's out there kind of putting this effort in and we're pouring the cement and putting together the play structure, playing with the kids. So those are just sort of some high level things we're doing throughout the year. But then obviously on the, on the lower level that happens every day is, you know, getting care packages out to fans that are rating into us, letters, we're doing donation items so people can go onto our website and, and fill out a donation form to get a signed autograph for the event they're having, cheerleader appearances, swoop appearances, that kind of lives in the marketing department, but kind of getting everyone out to the community as well. So it's really 365. We're getting ourselves out into the community one way or another, even if it's not with our players, it's with our entertainment groups as well. So we're always out there doing something. Why is it important for a professional football team to connect with its fan base? I mean, the fans are why we have football. They are the heart and soul of the team. They drive our business side as well as our football side. We kind of like to say there's Eagles fans everywhere. It's not just in Philadelphia. It's, you know, across the United States. It's over the pond. We see fans everywhere and we we want them to know that, you know, we appreciate them and, and they're what drive us and, you know, make us show up every day and, and want to put on the best product for them, even if it's off the field, if it's in the community, if it's any type of event we're doing for them. They're the reason why we're here and why we're so passionate about what we're doing. And if we can bring even a small piece of who we are into somebody's house or living room through television, through social media, through being out actively in the community, 
we want to be there and we want to show that we care about those that are supporting us because we want to support them too. That's awesome. Carly, in regards to the players, Jen and I have talked a lot about they certainly have the platform to make an impact. However, it's quite often they themselves that are impacted when they go and do that. Is there something that stands out in your mind, an example of a player meeting somebody or an organization that they just really connected with and and made a huge impact on the player? Yeah, I would say we see that a lot. Sometimes it doesn't always get showcased, but it really happens quite often. I would say the one story that always goes up in my head is Lucas Custers and Carson Wentz. We had met Lucas a couple years ago and we had brought him to our facility. And, and it was really early on in Carson's career and he had the opportunity to meet Lucas we expected to, for him to come down to the facility, get a tour with Carson and just meet him and get to spend time with him. But it really turned into a full event. They had lunch together. Carson made him a smoothie. <laughs> so he really had connected with Lucas. They had stayed in touch. And, and uh, unfortunately, Lucas has has since passed away. He has stayed in touch with his family. We've had them at training camp, at games. we brought them to the Super Bowl as our good luck charm. <laughs> so I would say ever since then, that was a really like the story that kind of hit us in the CR side and saw, you know, how little one individual can make an impact on the, our starting quarterback and how you see that this is bigger than football. And we've had many make-a-wish opportunities since then. He's made time for every single one of them. And it just kind of speaks to his character. He understands that he, it's bigger than football. And, and that kind of goes for all of our guys. And anytime we have an opportunity for players to meet somebody that to them, it's like, why would you want to meet me? But to that child, it's their idol and everything. After that, after that five minutes, they kind of realize, like, wow, like I'm so blessed to be in the position I'm in when you see, you know, in the, the individuals that they're meeting. And that happens really every every home game. We we bring an individual down that either wants to meet a specific player, whether it's Zach Ertz, Carson Wentz, Fletcher Cox any of our guys. And then they get that opportunity again after the game to meet the entire team, which is really great as well. So that's probably the biggest thing is for me in this role, being able to see how of an, how much of an impact one individual can make on, on a young fan. I think a lot of times with all three of us on the call, we have the ability to see these moments that not a lot of people do. And these moments that are probably, I speak for myself on this, the most meaningful moments that everybody is not seeing, but we we get to be a part of to see, Carly, like you said, the impact that one person can have. And that one person doesn't have to be a superstar. That one person can be a kid. That one person can be a person. And so I think those are the moments that we always think about of how lucky are we? Yeah. And it's even just people being let led into our facility. I mean, even the start of that is, doesn't have to be the biggest star. I mean, another example of that is we had another child, Cole Fitzgerald, who unfortunately cannot play sports because he's had cancer and he has some muscle issues. So he read an article about equipment manager, Greg Delamitros, and was like, this is so awesome. I want to do that. So we had brought Cole in and he got to be an an equipment assistant for a whole weekend. And we brought him to the game. He got to get the tea out on the field and set up everyone's lockers. It's not even just the team. It's, it's everyone that makes it run. Like we're saying, even 
from the smallest person. Um, How old is he? So he's in high school now. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. That's <laughs> he's so fun. He, when we did this, it was a couple years ago. So, okay. but since then, Cole has also gotten to go to the Super Bowl, which was actually a really cool story. A Minnesota fan who you know, we beat Minnesota. <laughs> uh, that yeah, fan, yeah. you know, did no longer wanted to go to the Super Bowl in Minnesota and actually saw Cole's story and contacted him and gave him his tickets, which was incredible. But just sort of another, another cool story. And so he got to go with his dad and it was just awesome. Carly, take off your corporate hat and tell me and Shelly what it is like for you as a person to witness some of these moments. I'm sure that there have been experiences where you have gotten teary-eyed or choked up and how that makes you feel. I've definitely shed a tear a couple times, especially for those very young individuals that I've met who just unfortunately can't control the situations that they've been put in. But yeah, it's it's fun because knowing the players on our team and knowing their personality, and they're just normal people. And then be able to introduce them to other amazing people in the world. That's probably like the best part of the job is making those connections. And it's a very fulfilling role getting to let people meet their idols, I would say. So that's definitely the best part of the job. How hard is it to convince your sister, your parents friends you went to college with that the dudes that you work with are just normal dudes. We deal with that all the time. Like Sometimes they're ordinary athletes, but they're just people. Yeah. It, it's so true. I just had that conversation today. I said, you know, they're just normal people. Sometimes we forget like the rest you know, of that there's these huge stars. And to me, they're just my coworkers. I just see them as a normal coworker, as an individual, as somebody that I would have a normal conversation with. So to me, it's funny. When, when you hear other people, my friends or my family talk about it, I'm like, oh, that's just Brandon Graham, not a huge defensive lineman on our team. So it's just, it's funny. And sometimes it's, it's you, people, people remind you of like where you're at because you forget, you kind of lose sight of being in the role you're in because you're, you're so fast paced and you're going, going, going. And people are like, wait, you have a pretty cool job. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do have a pretty cool job. I think we all have to be reminded of that sometimes, don't yeah. we, Kelly? Because a job is a job, and it can grind on you, and it can weigh on you, but sometimes we need that perspective from other people to remind ourselves, like, wait, we're kind of in the sandbox of the corporate world a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. What do you, from a team perspective, Carly, and then I think from the individual athlete, how do you guys work together I know there's initiatives from the ego side of things, but there's there's certainly things from the athlete side of things that they are passionate about that might not necessarily be within the Eagles, but you guys certainly support them. And so how do you how do you navigate that? It is it can be tough. Sometimes, especially in my role, I do work so closely with a lot of players and their foundations that you kind of get wrapped up in what they're doing and remind yourself, wait a minute. I work for the Philadelphia Eagles and, and you want to be helpful, obviously. And, and we want to s- try to support our players, anything that they're doing. So if we can offer a space at our stadium, if we can offer donation items, if we can offer any type of other support, we're willing to do so within those guidelines that the league kind of comes down to, obviously. But if it's making a connection with another nonprofit that is looking to do an event that's lining up to this other player's mission or really just any 
resources in the Philadelphia area we can help connect them with that may they may not know of just because they're not from here or if they're starting the, they're starting their foundation here and they don't have a lot of experience in that area we want to sit down with them and try to guide them in the right direction and make the right connections with them and then there's also players who don't have foundations and just want to do good work and we try to find what they're passionate about and kind of set them up accordingly And then I would say in the youth football space, we do a lot of work with our guys, helping them set up camps in the summertime. So we'll have a couple of players that are from this area that will will align with certain coaches in the area and we'll have them help run camps with the players just because, again, they're not from this area, so they don't have all the resources. And sometimes their, their community representative or their marketing representative also isn't from here. So we try to set them up with people that we trust in the community that will help them put on a good camp and or, or good event in general. So we're fortunate to, fortunate enough to have those uh, connections where we can sort of be the middleman when we can. Last thing I have for you today, Carly, what is something that you know now about your industry that you wish you had known when you were starting out? Maybe a little <laughs> bit of advice for those who are going into this field so they have a head start. I would say the biggest things I've learned in my role are to be flexible, always be flexible, be able to switch what you're doing at a time's notice. If you can do your best, that's all you can do. I would say the final thing is I got really good at problem solving on the fly very quickly because something will always come up or something will change or there'll be something, some obstacle in the road that you'll kind of need to divert to something else. But as long as you have a strong team of individuals with you, you can really get, get anything done. <laughs> so those are a couple of things I've definitely learned and uh, they have definitely been valuable. Very to me. true. <laughs> <laughs> definitely been valuable to me. Thank you. We certainly appreciate you taking the time and we certainly appreciate your partnership in so many things we've done out in the Philly area. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Athletes Doing Good. Go to CaptureSportsMarketing.com to listen to other interviews to hear stories about the person behind the player and the people behind the team who are making an impact on others. To join athletes in doing good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The athlete's podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit WisconsinPodcast.com and vote for Athletes Doing Good as Wisconsin's best new podcast. Voting ends September 15th.